You see, there's a huge energy crisis right now between who I am, my essence, and who I want people to think I am. Till we have that desire that we must be what we must be, not what other people want us to be, not what's missing, not what we don't have, but we must be all that we can be. And the common denominator of the millions of people that I get to interact with a day, the millions of people through the podcast, TV show, through the books, the speaking, the trainings, the coaching, everything I do is that David Melser, how's it going, man? It's going fantastically. How are you? I am doing great. Very excited to have you back on Upbeat. I'm Upbeat to be on Upbeat. Excited to be here on Upbeat. And I uh, can't wait to get this party started. What are you going to talk about today? Oh, we're going to talk about three specific questions that I have for you, just to cover a little bit different side uh, to our first interview, which was almost three years ago, which is crazy. But oh, wow, um, we could just jump right on in if you're okay with that. Let's make it happen. Thank you. Of course. So if you don't mind, can you share a specific moment with us uh, from your life, your career, where you faced a significant challenge and then what lessons you learned from that that can help others push through their adversities? Of course, in 2008, two years after I went through a what I call quantum shift in my life, a transition of values, two years after I had put myself on a path by taking stock of who I was and what I wanted to become. As I was running the most notable sports agency in the world, a place called Lee Steinberg Sports and Entertainment, they actually had made the movie Jerry Maguire about our firm. Uh, but as I was in this position, worth over $100 million, having access to what even billionaires couldn't afford to do, sidelines the Super Bowl, backstage at concerts, the cabins at the Masters, I lost everything. I lost over $100 million, went bankrupt. And not only did I go bankrupt in this position, I lost everything. I had uh, my wife, I had three kids, three daughters under 10, and my wife was pregnant with my fourth child. But even worse than losing everything on my own, the only reason I wanted to be rich my entire life was to buy my mom a house. And not only did I have to tell my mom that I had lost everything, but I had to tell her I lost her house because I never took my name off of title and she lost her house as well. And uh, through that pain, through that struggle, uh, I learned faith. And the lesson that I learned was no matter what happens in my life, I am not punished. Every single pain is like when I was three years old and I stuck my hand out to touch the fire at the beach on the fire ring. And my mom, who never hit anyone, slapped my hand so hard and <laughs> screamed at me, no. And at that time at three years old, I thought I was gonna be, was being punished. I cried. I told my mom, why are you punishing me? What did I do? And she hugged me and told me, I'm not punishing you. I'm protecting you. I'm promoting you. That fire was going to burn you. Well, I'll tell you what was burning me, the lack of values uh, and all the material uh, successes that even though I had gone through a quantum shift, kept reminding me that money buys love, that I was happy in the world of for me, of just enough buying things I didn't need to impress people I didn't like. Although I had made some changes in my life, 
I was still on a bad trajectory, still surrounding myself with the wrong people and the wrong ideas. And although I made a shift and was more prepared for this tragic fire that I had stuck my hand into and my burns were deep and my pain was great, I was able to have the faith that I'm being protected, that I'm being promoted, that although it's not what I planned for and although it's not what anybody wants to plan for, it would propel me, protect me and promote me to where I am today, five and a half years later, in a better place, a better position, a better situation, making more money than I ever have, helping more people than I ever have and being happier, having more fun than I've ever had. And so I'm on a mission right now to teach people what I had learned from 2008, especially as the economy is turning, especially as people today feel punished with all the extraneous atrocities and all the fires out there that people are putting their hand into. I want to be a beacon to not only shine my light, to liberate other people to shine theirs in this idea of something bigger than me, that's omniscient, all-knowing, and all-powerful, that is protecting me, promoting me, loving me more than even my mom when she slapped my hand to keep it out of the fire. Wow. Thank you so much for sharing that with us and letting us kind of take that peek into your story. It's super impactful and you're doing a great job. Five and a half years building a really strong brand. I mean, impressive stuff. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. It, uh, Every day, man, it, 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 you, you know overnight successes and you got to put the work in. Absolutely. Well, and yeah, again, thank you. And you hit on some of the things that uh, I guess are in this next question here, especially with faith. But, um, you know, in today's world of instant gratification and, and people seeing, you know, the successes of everyone else and comparing themselves, what are some strategies or some things you would recommend for people who are feeling discouraged or impatient? you know, where they're at on their journey right now? Well, you know, the key is to understand that behavior has an instant result, uh, but yet the human being is not capable of being aware of that result. And here lies constructively why people quit and why they have bad habits. And what I mean by that is that behaviors, good behaviors, create an instant result called good progress. Unfortunately, human beings are not capable of being aware of the progress instantly that happens from good behavior. And so they attach their emotions to an outcome that they want. Instead of attaching their emotions to faith that their good behavior is creating good progress and everything will happen at the right place at the perfect time, that behaviors like all energy, including money, aggregate on itself, it tracks more of the right behaviors and the right ideas and the right people. It aggregates on itself, it exponentially provides those outcomes and it even accelerates it so it happens faster. But even more challenging than the fact that good behaviors creates good progress that we can't be aware of is that bad behavior creates an instant result as well called bad progress. And unfortunately, human beings aren't capable of being aware of bad progress. So when we have bad behavior, we attach our emotions to an outcome and we're not aware of that outcome or the exponential of that outcome. So we feel like drinking and smoking and negative energy and 
all the different blame, shame, and justification, all the bad behaviors of eating poorly, all of these things, we don't quit because we don't see the instant result of bad progress. And just like there's no overnight success of good behavior, that it takes about 17 and a half euros on average to see an outcome from good behavior, the same thing ultras with bad behavior. But the only difference is we quit good behavior because we don't see results, but we don't quit bad behavior because we don't see a result. And so therefore we wake up one day thinking, man, I've been smoking for 17 and a half years and I'm still as healthy as I was. And all of a sudden we have cancer. Well, that didn't happen overnight. It was an accumulation and aggregation, acceleration and the compounding of outcomes that creates cancer over 17 and a half years or less or more. The years are arbitrary and capricious. So where I try to teach people is to have faith that behavior has an instant result and that we can be graciously gratified by the result, knowing in faith that good behavior, even though we're not capable of seeing it, creates good progress and bad behavior, although we can't see it, causes bad progress instantaneously, which should, through faith, allow us to be gracious in our behaviors, knowing that the outcomes, although we don't see them, will come in a trajectory of where we want to be or even better. Wow. Absolutely love that. That's a really cool perspective just on, you know, making choices and keeping hope alive, keeping faith alive. Uh, And then I wanted to ask too, real quick, just you've had, you know, the chance to interact with all kinds of successful people, you know, who have amazing success stories. Um, What's maybe like one trait from them that you kind of see collectively uh, from those high achievers that we could implement, like start implementing today? Yeah. So uh I have a mission of empowering over a billion people to be happy to help them make a lot of money, help a lot of people and have a lot of fun. I have TV shows, podcasts, books. I speak, I coach, I do free Friday trainings. And if anybody wants to join me for my podcast, Friday trainings, if you want a free book, I'll offer for your community. I will sign a book. I will send it to you. I will pay for shipping and the book. If you just email me, david at dmelzer.com. If you email me, david at dmelzer.com, I'm of service and of value. And the common denominator of the millions of people that I get to interact with a day, the millions of people through the podcast, TV show, through the books, the speaking, the trainings, the coaching, everything I do is that they all have a common denominator. They all have a desire that they must be what they can be. And if you have a desire that you must be what you can be, you will enjoy the consistent, everyday, persistent, without quit pursuit of your own potential. You see, there's a huge energy crisis right now between who I am, my essence, and who I want people to think I am. And until we have that desire that we must be what we must be, not what other people want us to be, not what's missing, not what we don't have, but we must be all that we can be. That desire to enjoy the consistent, everyday, persistent, without quit pursuit of our potential. You see, if you love what you do, if you learn to love what you do, and you do it every day, and you enjoy that consistent, persistent pursuit every single day, what you do will tell you all its secrets. 
And those secrets are the cheat codes to your success. It'll allow you to level up at an aggregate, an exponential, accelerated manner by allowing you with the joy, the passion, the purpose, finding the light, the love, and the lessons to accelerate, aggregate, and compound beyond the trajectory in which you think you want to be. And I promise you, the key component, the common denominator is to love what you do and have a desire that you must be what you can be. I am not, this is what I want people to think I am. I am happy. I am healthy. I am wealthy. I am worthy. Let's figure out what you're doing to interfere with it. I'll send you my books, my guides, my exercise. I'll pay for that book and shipping. Just email me, david at dmeltzer.com. Thank you so much, my friend. It's so nice to see you again. Thank you so much, David Melzer. I mean, that was amazing. It felt like I went to entrepreneur church a little bit. <laughs> got, nice. got That's it. I elevated. I should start the entrepreneur church. You should. That's awesome. I love it. That was amazing. It's what that's what it felt like. Well, I'm gonna close it out with a quick beatbox for you, like we did last time. <laughs> Thank you, thank you, David Meltzer. Awesome. Thank you so much, man. <laughs> thank you, man. I'll see you soon. Thank you, team. Of course.